Sakbase, you're listening to the Culture Report. I am your host, Stevenson Altador, with my lovely co-host. Hello. <laughs> You ain't gonna say your name. <laughs> what a special guest I have today. I finally met this girl like what six weeks ago, dog? Yep. Yeah, like we had mutuals all last year. I've never yes. seen you one time. One I know time. it's crazy. Go ahead and introduce yourself. Hey y'all, it's Sage. My name is Sage Sanders. The Gemini. Um. <laughs> no. Please don't call me that. Please. I know you heard that joke like a thousand like a times. A thousand times. <laughs> so this is my new. Uh, this is my host guest today. This is my co-host Loreal Nix. You're listening to the Culture Report, and thank you so much for tuning in. I hope you guys had a great week. And you know, let's just get right into this because, man, this we started off with a blaze this weekend, man. <laughs> uh, shout out to Lana Del Rey, aka the Ghetto Girl from the Bronx or Brooklyn. That's where she's from. Which one's she from? Brooklyn. Brooklyn. <laughs> Ghetto ass sure. white girl from Brooklyn. <laughs> Woo. She set Twitter ablaze. Okay. This week. She did. Like what she said. How, how did it start it first off? Um, so initially started with Kanye posting a picture on Instagram wearing the Make America Great Again hat. Mm-hmm. And Lana commented on it pretty much saying that she don't agree with Kanye's ideals. So Azalea Banks believes right that she's not being consistent with her outrage because she collabed with ASAP Rocky, who allegedly physically assaulted a woman. We don't know if that's true or not. But basically, Azalea feels like Lana is just using, um, I guess, Kanye's weakness, which is not really a weakness, it's stupidity, but mm-hmm. using <laughs> his weakness to be an ally. So Lana Del Rey was not having it. She said, Banks, you could have been the greatest female rapper alive, but you blew it. Mm. Don't take it out on the person who had your back. And I won't not... I repeat, I will not f*** you the f*** up, period. Period. Oh, what? She said, period. Damn, that mayor wanted all the smoke. Damn. I mean, Lana Del Rey is dark as hell, but I didn't expect no kind of shit I didn't expect like that. that from her, because it's I just, just like, like, oh my goodness. That ain't even her, for real. Like, what? I had to literally check and make sure that was her actual page. When it's I still that, there I was like, on her It's page. still there. It's at the top. She's not playing. She's not playing? No. So like, what did Azalea tweet? I know she tweets on about that about because she was tweeting from um her, a soap Twitter that she made for selling soap or some shit like yeah. that. Which I'm not buying. I mean, she still looked ashy when she went to that runway. Ooh. Her soap ain't that good, bro. Like, it ain't that good, bro. Like, she needs to sell some lotion or something. She need to. She just need to clean up. Take a shower. That, I don't know in what that she picture, was doing she like she fashion smelled, week. That was terrible. She, in that picture, she smelled like she she like she smelled like a used up backwood. I'm telling you that right now. <laughs> like, oh, what else happened after that? I know she said something about pull up to the Addy. Yeah, she was like, uh, you know, the Addy pull up. Ain't that ain't that the tweet that you just read or no? Yeah, and she said, where's the pull-up tweet? I'm talking to my lawyer, so Azalea Banks is, you know, basically trying to sue if Lana's going to do something. And Lana replied with, tell him it's a promise, not a threat. Oh, damn. But Azalea also, like, somebody was, um, somebody was like, don't let Lana ruin your career or something. And Azalea was like, oh, but when her house suddenly catch on fire, like, what's going to happen? Like, she tweeted that, too. So oh, it's yeah, like, did. if you're trying to sue her, you can't be tweeting stuff like that. Because no. she can sue you. Because that's basically a threat. You oh, know what I'm saying? No, see, no. Azalea Banks is just mess. not a smart person. And 
on Twitter, we people go, saying like, and on Twitter, people saying like, oh, she's not ugly. She has an ugly personality. And yeah. to me, I don't care if you're pretty. I don't care if you're Beyonce or Rihanna. If you have an ugly personality, you're ugly, period. period. And it just shows through her actions. And it's not the first time that Azalea Banks has been in the media for just something just so stupid. Uh, she has done plenty of things. She, has she said, needs. She needs to solely focus on her music. She I feel said, like at this point, um, I feel like this was she trying to build her career on. Like she realized that her music wasn't really popping like that, which is crazy because Azalea actually used to be to me. I feel like she was a talented uh, rapper. She still is a talented. She's not rapper. a bad rapper. She's at a talented all. artist in general. But it was like I feel like she having more fun with being like a troll. Like I feel like. Maybe she don't even feel this way about Lana, but she just trying to get some attention. So she like, bet I'm gonna use this as a. I don't know, cause like I, honestly, I think this all started when um Azalea talked about if you're gonna in the face and just let it use for your beauty skin or like make your skin soft what? or some shit like. Yeah, that's how, that's how the tweet started. She, she tweeted won't. that on her like on her soap um account because she made us. You know, oh, I'm definitely not buying her soap. Hell no. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have to buy her, so anyway. So, so like, I think she, she used some shit like that. That's, That's what Lana jumped out the window and said what she said. But with Azalea, I think she got high off that um that intellectual, I'm, please, no, I'm using like quotation marks, beat down she gave Cardi because she called Cardi a caricature of um black women. And yeah. everybody on Twitter was championing that. So like for a good three days, she had everybody on her side. For like three minutes. Honestly, because I mean, at the end of the day, I love Cardi, but I can see what she mean by that. It's just like the little, I don't know, the whole persona is kind of getting old. I feel like I mean, from I don't, Cardi, I don't know. I don't know. See, we talked about Cardi like a couple of weeks ago, and like mm. I said, I like her how authentic she is. She is like, authentic. She's out she's there. Original. You you gonna like her whether. You for her or not? She doesn't yeah. care about that. She's gonna be herself, and that will put her on. That's what, and she deserved that. But there are things she does get away with. Mm-hmm. There are certain stereotypes from how the how she walks to how she talks, not walks, but talks yeah. to dress to how she acts in public. Yeah, that it's just it's like she pushing yeah, it a little bit. You know, she just pushing it a yeah. little bit. And a part of me want to give her the benefit of the doubt because. That's how she her track record said this is who she always been. Right. But she is a Hispanic woman woman. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then for black women, when they act like similar to what Cardi does, they get some more severe punishment yeah. from socially. Definitely. Unlike Cardi. What I can say is definitely if Cardi came up and she was dark skinned, fully black, not mixed at all, I don't think the I don't think nobody would have bought it for real. I don't think anybody mm. would did we tell her to call, tone the f- down? It look wouldn't what, be cute. What happened to Remy Ma? It wouldn't be cute. Remy Ma was a gangster. Like she shot somebody for over ten thousand. Well, that's sorry, I'm not ten thousand. One thousand dollars. One thousand. A rack. <laughs> she, like, come on, Cardi. Yeah, I mean, she didn't do anything similar. I mean, anything that crazy. She just got some stripper jumped. <laughs> <laughs> that shit was wild too, though. Like. She's got some stripper jump, but like you don't hear the same criticism. Nah, you don't. So like. In one hand, Azalea had a point. With I don't know, because like maybe maybe tell me y'all I'm wrong or not. But like, can is there anything Cardi can do about that? Because like I said, I don't think she's doing that purposely. I think, I think some shit she do on purpose, and then some stuff she do like where it's just her. Like it's like, hmm, 
like I said, like I feel like sometimes she just take it a little bit overboard. Yeah. Like with the whole kind of like it is kind of like a caricature um, personality that she do put on. I feel like she can act different in different settings. And I feel like when she in certain settings, she kind of overdo it. Yeah. OK. I can see that. With the whole but persona. Like, and sometimes I, I feel like she act dumb because I feel like Cardi is a smart person. Before she got real world famous, she used to talk a lot about like political issues and she know her politics for sure. And that yeah. was something that I really like. That was something that really made me fall in love with Cardi because I had never seen a rapper, a female rapper at that, like speak out about issues like that and actually be real about it. Like she was real about that stuff. And I feel like she don't do that no more for real. I mean, sometimes I feel like when she get in front of white people, she be like, Acting dumb a little bit, but I don't know. Well, I don't. Well, see, the thing is, like, from what I've seen, I've always felt like that was a part of her where she goes over the top naturally by let's mm-hmm. describe how she is. Maybe she's wants to entertain since she's now in a, in a mass. Uh, she's like this big star now. She's like mm-hmm. she has to entertain more people. She probably goes too over the top, and I probably right. do agree. Yeah. But I always felt that was her. I never felt it. Never felt forced. Mm-hmm. Never felt. Unnatural when and she that's, does that. That's where we differ because sometimes I feel like it's natural and I be like, oh my gosh, I just love Cardi B. Like, she's so funny and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, don't get me wrong, I love Cardi B forever. Like, I love I her love more her, than Nikki. I love her too. <laughs> I think I love him equally, but no, I love no, Cardi. No, I love Nikki. No, no, but no. sometimes, <laughs> no, no. <laughs> sometimes I do feel like she, do, it, it's a little bit forced. Okay. Like, a, so just a little bit. I was going to say, is there, but can we really fought Cardi for that? image for her being a Hispanic woman mm-hmm. who does play, who not one will say play, but has this certain has characteristics that black women are are constantly criticized for. No. Can we, no. Like, we cannot. No. We can't. Okay, I feel like, like we have to look at where she's from. Where she's like, from. She's from she the Bronx. Was raised. New York and is I mean, she's city, Dominican. She's Dominican, so I guess she, I mean, like, she's not completely, completely black. She's still Hispanic. She's still but, yeah. she, she black. Like, we, we, she, we, black. Still, she black. Like, she right. black. Come on. So, but like, so that's what I'm saying, though, because like Azalea, and so that's, 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 I reason why we asked all these questions, I want to get to this. She, when she was attacking Cardi, she put it all on her. Mm-hmm. And even though I agreed with everything she was saying, OK, let me say everything. Most of what she was saying, I always felt like she was the wrong messenger. She mm-hmm. she's not the type of person who should be preaching point. that. I feel like Azalea, she only attacks certain celebrities for an agenda. Azalea's oh. delivery is ignorant. It comes off as ignorant sometimes. And it's like, even if she making a point, it's like she still be saying like, wow, shit. And it's just like it makes people like tune, like turn. It's a turn off. Like right. it makes people tune away mm. from her. or think she crazy. And then she also pull crazy stunts. Mm. And it's just like. And honestly, it only takes one time to do something do. stupid. Man, to have today, this, you know, perceived notion about and you. And cancel culture so today. So even if Azalea like, Banks could say the greatest shit in the world, nobody's going to listen to her. At this point. Oh, you said something about cancel culture. There ain't no cancel culture. So th- ain't there no is such a- thing. It's only it's like it's like I'm um, an Amazon Prime shipment. It only lasts two days, and, and you be right back. Have like, you come have on. you heard anything from Sabrina? What's that girl named Sabrina Claudio? Oh yeah, no, she, she got canceled. Oh, no, cancel got, culture is real. I don't know it's about real. that because she she dropped a couple hits and people already ain't, act like they and, forgot. And I haven't seen nothing on Twitter. I haven't seen mm, nothing I've from seen. her at all. But I I mean. It's, I, I would say it depends on who you are, how big you Wait, are. Oh, hold on. Before, before before you continue that, we have to actually expand, like, because for the people who don't know who Sabrina Claudio did and what she did, um, right, 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 what right. she did. So, like, she's a singer. Mm-hmm. I don't know where. She, she's a Hispanic singer. Colombian, I think. 
Maybe. You know, I'm not sure. Yeah, I'm not sure. <laughs> I just know she's a talented singer. And there Very were tweets talented. that surfaced earlier this year of her saying some really, really racist shit. Very. And um, she never gave an explanation for them. She just... I think she, she did release a statement, but, but it was not, like an iPhone statement, so, you know. Look, that like was that. a pure PR statement that yeah. we learned here at CMU and how to write and, like, deflect the problem, admit the problem, but don't actually explain it. And it just, like, I'm boring. sorry if it offended it you. Pitiful. I was young. I was ignorant. I changed. Yeah. So that would happen. So, okay, now continue. No, here was what I was saying. I would just say that um, it depends on who you are and how big you are, you know, because it's certain artists that, haven't been canceled for doing certain stuff, but it's certain artists that have. Kanye. Like, <coughs> exactly. Kanye. Bringing it right back to Kanye. Like, it's people that love him so much that they're willing to put, like, the type of shit that he does to the side. But it's also some people that's, you know, not as big. And if they do one little thing, it's over. Like, it's just over. Like, let's say if LMA, if they didn't release that statement for LMA, DJ Mustard, if DJ Mustard didn't release that statement, um, telling everybody that they made that decision for, um, to remove Jacquees' song, I feel like she would be on the verge of being canceled. Yeah, because she already, because people already still talking about her, yeah. saying that she's boring and stuff. Yeah. But if I feel, I personally feel like if he wouldn't have released that statement, I feel like she would be on the verge of being canceled. Period. Because she's just not that big. We're probably getting a little too far away from the point, like Azalea yeah. Banks. But I agree a lot of things you said. But let me tell you, let me tell you some instances of why I don't think Azalea Banks is the right messenger for the message that she was trying to get across to with Nikki. I mean, not Nikki, I'm sorry. Cardi B. <laughs> Cardi B. And social media spat with Rihanna. Late last year, I don't know. Early last yeah, year, I don't know if y'all remember that I one. remember. What about, it was when Don, when Donald Trump was trying to push his Muslim ban. Um, God, I can't. I don't, this is the first time mentioning this, man. I can't stand him. <laughs> <laughs> but um, he, was, he was bringing up the Muslim ban, and Azalea Banks was questioning Rihanna's immigration status. Remember Zion. What's that got to do with her? Remember, remember the incident with Zion? That's how you pronounce his name? Zane, Zion, the boy who used to be part of Zane, Zane from One Direction, yeah. I think. Okay. Yeah. She called she would she said a whole bunch of racial slurs on Twitter. Um I'm not I'm not even gonna repeat. But you know, Zane is um Arabian. Mm. And he was she was going in on all the racial slurs. Yeah. She went in on Nikki. She went in on obviously Lana Del Rey we just mentioned. She went in on Erica Badu. Who who are you? Like, who, how dare who, you talk to the? I queen? mean, really? How dare you? How talk dare you down talk to the queen, queen of Neo Soul like that? Like, like, I'm gonna I'm gonna say this. She's she got a whole lot of nerves. She's doing too much. She got a whole lot of nerves. So like, and a lot of so like, if you already have a history of being homophobic, racist, mm-hmm. even. The same things you say that hurt you, because remember she had that wild out incident where well, it wasn't even that serious. They roasted her for her teeth. They talking about, oh, they think dark skinned women ugly. They didn't even say that. They just say you got you have braces but no wires on them. You look like an idiot. <laughs> like, come on. So like you have that history. Who are you to say those very same things to another woman who has nowhere near the same track record as you? Mm-mm. So like, yeah, you might be making a point that I, I mean, I don't know because like I'm not a black woman, but I know she was probably making a lot of points that y'all agree with that y'all probably go through every day. But she's not the right messenger. She's not. She's not because she don't know how to deliver. I think she's a terrible person. This is the same yes. sacrificing chickens in her closet. That was weird. <laughs> Hell. Like, when same. I found that out, I was like, what? She just do all I don't types play of with stuff. demons. Okay. Damn. You just went all the way left, huh? <laughs> you went all the way left. No, but for look, real. Man, I, look, I prefer my chicken in the frying pan. But, <laughs> but, any, but still, to the point, 
She's not just like, she's a terrible person. I don't care how talented she is. She was on Childish Gambino before the internet. Earth, the oldest computer. Oldest computer, yeah. Earth is the oldest computer. She could actually sing, y'all. She's not just a rapper. She can actually sing. She's not just going to make rap music. She can make R&B music. She can make EDM music. She's actually talented. I'm not going to take that away from her because that's what she worked hard for. I'm not going to strip that away from her because she is talented. Be like that sometimes. You just shitty. You wonder why you're not as big as you are? Because you're racist. You're homophobic. You haven't even taken back those things which you said in 2016. How about you said about Zane? Like, come on. You out here selling soap bars now. <laughs> don't even work because you're still showing up to fashion shows ashy. Like, Ashy's come on. You. I don't really, honestly, it was a good day on Twitter. You know, all the jokes came out. Lena DeRay making May is the first person to turn Mayo to smoke. Funny as shit. <laughs> <laughs> Funny as shit. That was from Boston. Boston. Like, Twitter was going in. And it was a great time. But, like, and maybe this goes into our next topic because, like, like we have two black women hosts here. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. <laughs> a lot of there was some comments. It was a, and I, I want to say this. It was a, a small minority because a lot more people hate Azalea Banks than like Azalea Banks. Let me make this yeah. clear. But there was some comments out there that was so left field that I literally wanted just to slap the shit out of those people. It was saying like, oh, this is why Azalea. They were trying to pin Azalea problems on black women as a whole. And Azalea has a history of doing this, too, where. She make it seem like black women in a as a whole are unattractive or they don't love themselves or everything about them is a flaw from a men- emotionally, physically to mentally. What do you guys think of the idea that black women are always being told they have there's something wrong with them in every especially particularly dark skinned women mm-hmm. who has everything is there something wrong with them in every kind of way? How do you do you guys think that's true in today's society? And if so, how so? I think it's true. It's not more so what's wrong with them, it's how they view themselves. And there's so many aspects in fact that come into it. And there's in Africa, there's whitening cream where literally dark skinned women are lightening their skin with chemicals yeah. to make themselves a little light. It's, there's it's um, there's the obsession of having now. biracial babies. Named Jaden. Yes. Yeah, named Jaden. <laughs> <laughs> With that haircut, oh one swoop to the side. Boy, they all look alike. I ain't gonna lie to you. <laughs> no, but the obsession with biracial babies, you not wanting that. to have just a pure, a pure black baby. It don't have, And there's also, it's kind of weird, too, how, like, people are obsessed with, like, like chocolate. Like, I don't know. Like, I just feel like I feel like it's weird that people associate black women with chocolate because and and there's and there's another issue. We're over sexualized too much. Mm -hmm. Mm. I remember I was in a a conversation and they said, do you think that dark skin is a trend? I said it was because back when I was younger, even though I'm not dark skin, my skin was still considered to be dark skin. I got made fun of it, whereas now all of a sudden it's appreciated and I'm. I'm happy for that, but it's just like there's something wrong with that. There's got to be something hidden about it because okay. all of a sudden you're just like black women. Okay, now wait. Okay, now I'm just playing devil's advocate. Mm-hmm. But let's say that was just, it's not a trend. It's actually a segment of society that's saying, wow, these women aren't just thick or have a big ass or whatever. 
These are actually beautiful women inside and out. But they could have did that 10 be. years ago. <laughs> I would say that. But would you, but it doesn't, it is, the fact that, the fact that black women now are being appreciated probably more now than in a very long time. Mm-hmm. Isn't that still a good thing? It is, but it's just the whole point. It's like, why is the time now? You could have been done this shit well, a long time ago. We can say that about anything. Like we just nothing has changed. Time doesn't. Time shouldn't have a factor on whether or not black women should be considered beautiful or not. Well, yeah, you're right. But like the fact that it, it, it they could have done it earlier. You can say that about anything. They didn't give yeah. us our civil rights to the 1960s. They could have done that when we first came here in the 1700s. They end slavery until the 18 late 18 mid 1800s around that time. With after after the Civil War, they could have done that when the soon the, the first boats came so like we it could anything can always happen earlier um what i would say is like um i feel like it's a lot of reels and it's a lot of fakes Ooh. i feel like it's some it's some real people that are starting to appreciate black women I did, and let's say a lot more a lot of them are there there are and there are people that are starting to appreciate black women more that aren't even black and there are some fakes though that's appreciating black women on Twitter, but not really appreciating them in real life. And mm. I can say from a personal position, like I just saw a tweet that was like, y'all be faking, honestly, like y'all like natu- women with natural hair on Twitter. But I know for a fact, every time I wear my hair natural, I don't get no attention. And that's that, so, that's true. so mm. true. Like that so happens true. to me. I know when I wear my hair natural, ain't nobody about to talk to me when I got my hair natural and I got my glasses on. I know nobody's about to talk to me. But if I have some leave in my hair or something like that I know it's possible and like pretty much I don't I can honestly say that I don't think I've had a guy try to talk to me with my hair being natural so if you don't like me at my Lupita face then don't talk to me period <laughs> I don't feel comfortable trying to give my point of view on this obsession of telling black women that they don't love themselves or there's something wrong with them mm-hmm. because um, y'all have been hearing a man's point of view perspective for centuries. So like this, it doesn't matter if I am considerate with with what I'm saying. It, it won't matter because there's been plenty of people who's been considerate and so genuine appreciation Mm -hmm. for black women and nothing has happened. So like, I won't bring anything new to the table. I would just sound like, Oh, I don't do it. And that's it. So like, what do you guys feel like needs to happen? Cause, cause you feel like, it isn't enough. Even it's, it's ten. It's like even though it happened ten. The trend, What happened? What was ten years ago? Where you got where black women weren't really appreciated to now where there's a appreciation on social media, particularly with black women. We feel like that's not enough. It should have came sooner. So like, what is what is good enough then? Like, what will make black women comfortable in this today's society? Um, I think where we should start for one is like just take men out of the whole equation. And I think we as black women need to start appreciating each other more and stop worrying about whether men appreciate us, um, stop worrying about men being with women outside of our race um, and just stop even like letting men determine how we feel about each other. I think we need to stop being so mean to each other. And I'm just being real. Like, it's really hard to walk through this campus and get a smile from another black girl. Oh, my goodness. I can't. I mean, really. Like, it's like we're we're really, like... um, We're so divided. We're, we're so divided. And it's almost like we're raised to, like, not 
like each other or not be unified or be in competition with each other. Like it's always a fight. It's like if we not if you ain't in my friend group, then you almost the enemy. You know what I'm if saying? You're not and I hate that like I am. That's such an interesting question. Like God, okay. <laughs> so like, there's one thing I didn't notice about CMU. Mm-hmm. It's very clickly when it comes to the black community. Yeah. Oh my goodness. But do you think? Do you guys think that's one of the goals as a society as a whole to, I forgot the person's name. It was, it ended with Lynch, but it was a letter that told black and brown people, black, light skinned black people and dark skinned black people that made them like have a conflict and tension oh, and make yeah. them hate each other. It stems do you from think, that. Do you think that obsession telling black women, hey, you're not enough. Yeah. You don't, I don't want you wearing your natural hair. Hey, I, I don't think you look good. Or, no, nah, I just, you know, you just, I mean, you got a fat ass. Or you, if you don't, I ain't going to talk to you. All those mm-hmm. things. Is that a way to like, oh, I got that. She don't. Oh, it, I, I think I'm it this definitely way. stems from history and, you know, Willie Lynch. Um, Willie Lynch, yeah. Yeah. Sorry. He purposely wanted to make us be in competition within the plantation because he felt like that would be a tactic to make us work harder. And so generation after generation, we have this feeling of competition, like literally embedded in our minds, also associated with light skin and dark skin and having Eurocentric features. Mm. So it's like all of this, all of that stuff from the past, I feel like is still embedded in our brains. Even though we try to get rid of it sometimes, I feel like we are doing better now, but it's still there. And I feel like the best way to get rid of it when we're talking about black women is to get rid of it within black women. Like, just us together, okay. you know? So, like, okay, because you said take men out of the equation, which you I, know, I agree so. with. Yeah. We don't. We I sh- said that's where we should start. Start, start, yeah. But like in the sense of like, because in the history of human beings, mm-hmm. we always try to like, when it came to the man perspective, the woman has to be perfect just for us to be like attracted to them or mm-hmm. give them that chance. Mm-hmm. So like, particularly black women, like, mm-hmm. man, you had to be farther than perfect. <laughs> and that's always been unfair. So like in our today's, today's society where you have like, so there's a lot of champion for black women now. Yeah. And it's, and and even it's it's really good to see that. But what do you think us as someone like me, particularly a man, what can we do better now to stop this telling black girls they don't love themselves or you're not good enough? What can we do, especially someone who doesn't bring black women down when they're dating or mm-hmm. dating outside their race for men who actually appreciate black women? Should we should we stop being quiet and just like tell our homeboys or like our family members, Definitely. yo, 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 chill out with that shit? No, Definitely. I feel like if you appreciate black women and you want to stand up for black women, then stand up for black women. Don't, you know, be like, don't let your friends influence you about shit because at the end of the day, we're all together. It doesn't at the end of the day, it doesn't really matter, you know, if we're if we're black women, or we're black men, we're all together. We go through the same struggles. Yeah. So for you to just sit up there and want to be quiet about something that affects you, that affects you if you have a daughter, that's what you need to think about. Like, mm-hmm. if you had a daughter, how would how would you feel if your daughter was going through the same things that these black women are going through? What men should do, one, is what you said. Like, if they see their friend or whatever disrespecting a black woman, I think they should say something, especially if they feel in some type of way about it. But— I think that where men could start 
black men is just being more open to understanding black women and um, their mistakes. Like a lot of times men, black men, like will stop messing with you if they're not feeling something about you. But it's like we as black women, like we always give so many chances like, oh, he did that, but it's okay. Like I still want to give him a chance. I think black men should be more open to, you know, sticking it out or like, you know, trying to get to know the person and maybe work stuff out and not be so quick to just like be like, oh, she did this. I ain't messing with her or whatever. I would say, I mean, I would say to that, I feel like it's not just a black man issue. I think it's a man issue in general. It is. Where like, it's either, to put it bluntly, you know, we not. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's how it is. Like, it comes to, like, there's no middle point to be friends. I ain't saying that's the, it's like it doesn't exist. Obviously, it does. Again, I don't want to bring politics into this, but I'm going to. <laughs> but that's, that's what I hear a lot in sexual assault cases. Mm-hmm. But, like, oh, imagine if you had a daughter. Imagine if that was your grandma. That was your mother. How would you feel? Why does it take that to care about women? Why does that always have to bring in? What if you had a daughter? You just can't care about a woman solely just to protect them and their rights. Why does it? Why does it always has to? Why do we always have to bring that tangent into it? I just because it's just a general thing where it's just how it is. Nobody gonna really care unless it happened to you. Yeah. I think it's like honestly, it's it's like that with a lot of situations. Like you almost always got to put somebody in that position for them to understand it. And I think it's a psychological thing, but I also think it's a societal thing because I feel like in America, it's really hard for us to like empathize with people. Like we real independent. We, we, a lot of us like only care about ourselves. We not putting people on, especially in a black community. So I feel like, um, it's just like, you really gotta, in order to like poke at somebody, you know, what is it? They there's emotional strings or whatever. Mm. You gotta like almost put them in the same place as you. I don't know. I just, that's always been something I've always that made me highly agitated that we always have to bring like someone, like even someone who I don't, I don't like. I don't have any children. <laughs> Thank please. They be they be star- starving to eat just like me. <laughs> <laughs> so, but like I hate being told. Um, I hate hearing, not hate being told, but I like, hate hearing, what if you had a daughter? Because, like, that, that's, insinuate, that's insinuating that I can't care for women unless that happens to that happens to someone close to me. Yeah. And the fact that it takes that alone for me to actually start to emphasize for women, and particularly in this conversation, black women, mm-hmm. that's already a terrible start. Yeah. Like, that should, even, that should even be, like— A thing. A thing. It just shouldn't. I don't know. I mean, the solutions— are complicated and complex. They are because it's I feel like the the whole like situation and how things work has been going on for so long. It's just like how it's not going to change like that no. for sure. Like it's going to take time and I do feel like we are making progress as and a we community. We made a lot of progress. Yeah. We can't, so we can't announce that. We made a lot of progress. It's just going to take some time honestly. It's, I think I I think this whole this new wave, this new era of women empowerment is really good for this country and really good for someone like me, a black man who's like, I'm aware of the, I'm aware of the privileges I have that you guys probably don't. Mm -hmm. And I think it's important we break down those barriers of entry or acceptance or an appreciation, all three. And just like, 
treat everybody as a whole. Like I've already learned so much about the struggles of women that go through. So it's like now me being aware of it, me understanding it and continue wanting to learn. Guess what I'm saying is where else do we go after this? Because this has happened before. Think about Anita Hill for a sexual assault in the nineties with Clarence Thomas. Mm -hmm. Like this is, this was a similar movement. He still became a Supreme court justice, Mm -hmm. which has happened now. A Supreme court nominee got, had four accusations from four different women of sexual assault and attempted rape. He still got nominated to the office. What change has there been in 20 years? It's more so now the Mm -hmm. conversation's always well, but like now we actually have to start doing something. And I guess we're going to end this note on please get your ass out and vote. Please, (laughs) please do not vote for Harambe. I swear to God, I did not regret about the 21,000 of you Yes. Did that. <laughs> I did that not forget was y'all. Ignorant. Y'all dead ass went to the voting poll, <laughs> stood for there for like 30 minutes and voted for a dead gorilla. And I don't understand why y'all did that because it's like the process of registering to vote is like also kind of annoying. So it's like if you went through all that and you just going up to the polls, drove What's, there. You in the heat or the cold, wherever you at. <laughs> just to vote for And you standing in line around strangers. Bye. And you went to go vote for a dead gorilla. Man, I'll slap the shit out you. No, but for real, <laughs> vote and also do your research before yeah. you vote. Like, that's I don't so care. Important. Look, and also, I don't care if you vote right or you vote left. Get your voice heard. Period. Because this is the only time we're heard. We're not rich, okay? Okay. Sadly, this is the only way politicians listen to us when we vote them in or out. So, like, use this power you have now. That's all I'm going to say. Please don't vote for the gorilla. <laughs> <laughs> but let's go to another, another. Um, Controversial topic, and it relates to Vic Mansa. I like Vic. I really do. I like his music. I'm not a big fan, but what? he's doing like, too much. You like the internet? <laughs> you like the internet? I like the internet. Anything after the internet? I oh, you tripping, like. tripping? Oh, I, I thought don't. you were talking about the band. No. See, this is how much I don't really mess with Vic Mansa because I, I wasn't yeah. even hip. Then you can't really name one Vic Mansa song. No. Oh. I don't, I really don't mess with Six Nine like was right when he said that. Yo, I can, Nobody no. can mention mm-hmm. one Yo, I can Vic name, Mansa song. I can name Vic Mansa song. I can, I can name him too, but oh, he had a point. He had a point. Disrespectful. He said that? He's I mean, so, like, first of all, he's really talented. He's really talented. Like, there was a point when the internet tape came out. So was some people saying he was better than Chance. Uh-huh. Mm. I mean, but you see, you can't say because mm, you didn't listen to it. To some extent, he is. In certain aspects, he is. But I feel like they're both equally the same. But In the Tape was really good. In the Tape was amazing. So, like. Well, maybe I'll give it another listen. Vic Mansa <laughs> has been popular artist mm-hmm. for a while now. Coming from Chicago. He is friends with Chance. He signed with Rock Nation, Jay-Z, Kanye West. He's cool with both of them. He was in actually the Nicki Minaj and Beyonce video, Feeling Myself. He was actually in that video. So, like, he ha- he is known in the music industry. Just because you can't name one song don't mean he, he, ain't, no, he ain't a nobody. <laughs> but um, he's been in the headlines lately for all the wrong reasons. Um, mm. Allegedly, during a B- during the BET Hip Hop Awards, that's pre-recorded. It, it won't come out till next month. He allegedly dissed ex who was murdered in um, Broward County this past summer. And he dissed him related to the domestic abuse charges, that allegations that um, ex-Extentacion had. And his mother... Ex, ex-mother was actually in the stance mm. when um, he made the diss. 
So Adam 22, old ass. <laughs> Pervert. Ooh, he whoa. is. Allegedly. Let's just say allegedly, please. Like, allegedly yeah, a pervert. Yeah, yeah, you can't. Yeah. <laughs> just creepy. Him and Vic been going back and forth. Um, DJ Scheme, a very popular Miami DJ. If y'all don't know about him, I got y'all. <laughs> He's a very popular Miami DJ. He came out on Twitter and did Vic Mensa. Some, now the guy, um, Sauce Walker from Houston came out and made a video about against Vic Mensa. Denzel Curry. Denzel Curry. A lot of rappers are coming out against this. Vic Mensa made a, made an apology video. He apologized for the um not he didn't apologize for the comments. He basically apologized to ex mother for making those comments in front of her. Mm. It's a really tricky situation. It's that tricky. There's a thin line that okay. I'm, let me not say shooting cross. There's a thin line that's really hard to decide whether it's right or wrong to do, and that's yeah. speaking on the dead. But mm-hmm. first, let me get your thoughts. Let me hear you guys start something. Cause I have honestly a lot to say. It's crazy. I mean, <laughs> it's a it's, it's it's a lot going on because again, there is a thin line on whether it's right or wrong. Because you know, yeah, it was wrong for him to say those things about. Ex. Also, we don't know what he said. By the right, way, we don't right. know what he said. But when we find out what he says, then we can determine whether or not it was it right was or wrong. But still, you know, basically that he did say something about him. You know. It might have been wrong, but then again, it just goes to the whole point about just looking at X and, you know. He's a controversial right, figure. He's a controversial figure. And even if he is dead, just rest in peace to him, first of all. Even the fact that he is gone, you know, people still hold that against him. Um, I feel like, well, first of all, I feel like it depends on what he said, personally. Mm, yeah. Um, it's really hard to speak on it not knowing the exact words that came out of his mouth. But coming from, you know, him apologizing and coming from all the people who spoke out about it, I can imagine that it was something that wasn't, you know, taken lightly. Mm-hmm. So yeah. my whole thing was speaking on the dead. I was always raised to not speak on the dead like that. I mean, I was raised in a, you know, black Baptist religion and it was always you know wrong to speak on the dead but there are times where people do speak on the dead and those are times where the person has been accused of doing certain things that are related to the certain things that x has been accused to doing so it's like it's really hard to determine if it's right or wrong things did happen x is a controversial person but at the same time, it's like, why say it now? You know, why mm. wait until mm. after he's gone? Why say it to his face? Right. <laughs> it's like, why wait, you know? And why perform it at the BET Awards? Like, it's. I just feel like it's so many other ways that rappers can use their platform to speak out about certain things rather than, like, dissing a certain person that did something. Like, if you really wanted to make a statement or something, why not just use it in a positive light, you know? And that goes along with the same situation with Lil Peep and Quavo, you know? Yeah. Oh, yeah. we're going to get to Quavo in we a minute. We're going to get to that. Not, yeah. not particularly for the little Peep, Peep bar, but the, for the fact that he dropped a horrible album and probably the worst of 2018. <laughs> but we're going to get to that. I wasn't raised in a in a religious fashion. Uh, my grandma is highly religious, but she didn't force it upon me. Mm-hmm. My mom, she isn't really religious, but she is. she educated herself on a ton of religion. Mm-hmm. And but she neither my mom, my grandma, my mom, and my dad, who is who, who's on and off again, they never forced that upon me. 
I was raised to always be respectful. Always speak your mind. And I would say I do a good job at that. But be respectful. respectful. And with this situation, it also goes to one of the other lessons I would turn, that no one is absolved from criticism. No one. Even if you are dead. And like when people say don't speak on the dead, we don't. There's certain people we talk shit about when they die. Yeah. Osama bin Laden, Timothy McVeigh, Hitler. <laughs> Hugh, these are people who killed mass amount of people. But we don't put any respect on the name. And they shouldn't, by the way. And they shouldn't. With X, it's really hard to say for me whether it's right or wrong what Vic Mensa said. Because one, I don't know what he said yet. Right. Now, if he pushed a whole bunch of uncorroborated or just untrue charges or information, he has every right to be criticized. Right. But if he's saying what we what is already out there, mm-hmm. true or false, I can't really be too mad about that. Right. Because it's already well known what the charges are against X. Now, that goes up to your point. Why didn't he say when X was alive so they can squabble it out, mm-hmm. have a little rap beef, get his ass whooped and move on with his day? That's, that's the question you could ask. But it screams of self-righteousness because Vic Mansa is the same person who admitted that he choked his girlfriend out wow. on the song. The EP, there's a lot going on. He stated that he choked his girlfriend. Now, the story goes, you know, they were fighting. He just choked out. Sir, you're not the right messenger for this. <laughs> no. Again, not now, the right messenger. Again. So, like, hip-hop, and one of the reasons why I love it so much, because the honesty is always what makes it so just powerful. Mm-hmm. So, like, someone admitting to those charges is better than us finding out, oh, damn, Media Takeout said he whooped his girlfriend. That's totally different. It's one thing when the new the media reports on it, it's one thing we hear straight from the artist, like, man. But at least he told us. <laughs> like, it's, it's weird how that works. So, like, it was, like, put under the rug for him, like, saying on the song. But you can't come out and be this, like, oh, we got to respect women. You know, we can't be hurting them. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. You know, you're right about that. We can't be touching women at all in any way, shape, or form without consent. But you as the last person out here dissing somebody when you had, when nobody asked you, first off. Right. It was so random. Like Nobody asked you. I mean, I appreciate your honesty. I'm not going to fault you for being honest. But, like, you have no right to diss somebody when you did the same exact act. Mm -hmm. And I don't want to hear, oh, well, yeah, he didn't give her multiple bruises, didn't give her a black eye, didn't do all these things that X was accused of with his girlfriend. It doesn't matter. There's no, no, I don't want to hear that, like, at all. Like, you still harmed, physically harm a woman. Mm -hmm. There's there's no compare. Don't try to compare the two. Right, don't try to weigh one in the other. There's no difference if I slap low and I punch you. I still hit both of y'all. If you slap me, I'll slap the out of you. Uh, <laughs> I was just saying. Like, example wow, low. She wants some smoke. I was just trying to use an example. <laughs> shit, I feel if, threatened. If you slap low, we just both be fighting your ass. Y'all gonna jump the shit out of me. <laughs> I still hit both of them. It doesn't matter if I gave her an open hand, I gave Lo the open hand slap and I gave you a closed fist. I still physically touch both of you guys. Right. So, like, there's—I don't want to hear that either, Vic. So, like, why are you doing this now? Maybe you see your singles aren't getting listened to anymore. You had a song with G-Eazy, ain't doing as well you probably thought it should have. You had another song called Metaphysical, some shit like that. Terrible song, Vic Massa. Terrible song. I'm telling you, a lot of these celebrities just be doing stuff for attention. Like, yep. they don't even be believing this yep. stuff. For, that's what brings me back to, like— 
one, why you didn't do it when he was alive or why you didn't make a statement about domestic violence since you care so much a long time ago. It's like they celebrities literally pick and choose when they want to say something. It's like it's always a motive behind that. Like yeah. everything is not pure. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah. And sometimes I want to give um, celebrities the, 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 the benefit of the doubt because. Mm-hmm. You know, it, sometimes sometimes yeah because like we all for some reason in society we look at them and like hey I need you to say something when right. really it's not their job to say anything it is rich true. and whatever they feel it is they ain't gotta say shit true but I it's must, like if you gonna say so, something at least know what you're talking about right. and don't be a hypocrite right and Vic in this case is a hypocrite because yeah I can salute you for the stance that you're putting on for women but also criticize the fact that you're a hypocrite for attacking the person with similar allegations that you have, you both you both physically harm women. Right. You brought it up openly, so there's no way you can deny it now. Right. <laughs> so like what? <laughs> yeah. So like, but then is he wrong for speaking on X? Like I said, I think it would just depend on what he said. Yeah, it depends on what he said. But like, there's this thing where we act like just because you passed away, you can't say nothing. No matter how tragic. In, in that aspect, I would say no. Because no. at the end of the day, X not perfect. He not no. um, somebody that never did anything in in his life. And if somebody want to speak on that, they can speak on that. But it's a line, like you said. It's a it's a line. This is line you tiptoe. Because like if you just straight, spitting straight facts, mm-hmm. we can say, man, that's kind of up. But he's not lying, right? But you just putting like more additional charges and just uncorroborated. We could be like. Or like you say in a way that seems un- not genuine to the, me- the overall cause. We like, yo, you obviously, first off, you speaking on something you should not have been speaking on, and you don't even me- you're not even fighting for the cause. You're doing this for album sales, right? So it's like, come on now, what are you doing? I was saying this earlier when we were speaking was like, the way you want when you when you pass away, the only thing people are going to talk about is what you did when you're alive, right? And what you did when you were alive. It's shitty. That should not be the reason we put it under the rug. You being dead should not be the reason like you never did those shitty things. Mm-hmm. It don't matter how respectful. Like you murder somebody, you sexually assaulted a girl, beat a woman, you did this, you did that. When you die, it's facts. You did it. Yeah. That doesn't absolve you from it. I can say, yeah, oh yeah, like, oh, I miss. Not X. Like, let's say, oh, Bill Cosby should be free. I know he's not dead, but let's say Bill Cosby should be free. No, no, we know what he did. Like, come on, that was dozens of women. Like, no. Everybody ain't lying. Get that boy in there. Yeah. Everybody ain't Yeah, like, come on now. So it's like, X allegedly, can I not say he was allegedly a physical, uh, domestic violence and he abused women? Am I not allowed to say that? When there are documents, like a 72-page document, in detailing all the abuse he did to his girl, to his girlfriend. Now I know there's also another report where she says she was pregnant, turned out to be um, false. But like, so it's a really complicated case. I'm like speaking on, but like mm-hmm. 72 page of it's very, 72, 72 page document on that incident on of that whole entire relationship. It's a lot. Yeah. Am I am I wrong for saying, hey, you know, maybe if he it. it he, if he didn't do it, possibly, or there weren't signs of it, 
maybe we shouldn't be speaking. Maybe he shouldn't have done it if nobody wanted to speak on after this. Right. The most distasteful thing is that he did it when her mother, his mother was there. That's the That's part. the real that's fucked the, up part. That's it right there. Now he said he didn't know. I don't know. BET now is just like, I don't know, man. You don't know I, what they do. BET now is like, I would assume that's something they would be pushing just forget a whole bunch of likes. Look at ex-mom. Look like ex-mama. She right here on the red carpet. She right there on stage. Right. Everybody get up to ex-mom. BET now the slimy corporation that would do that at this point. Yeah. I don't know how much I can give you the benefit of that for. But you cannot, cannot tell me that you are suddenly this heroic standard Superman for women when one, you did it. We Nobody asked you for it to tell us. You just told us. <laughs> and you're not even bringing anything new. Like, what are you saying? Don't touch women. Don't harm women. Women need to be respected. Like, we didn't know that already mm. wow thank you professor like what, what what are you bringing new to the table dog like come on like at some point you're just being a dead horse and you ain't got nothing new to say don't even bring don't even compare don't even bring x to this you ain't got nothing new to say and like i'm all for like people trying to change and stuff like you know i personally feel like x started doing a lot of positive he was, he was stuff changing. yeah and it, Vic Mensa, if he's trying to start doing positive stuff, that's fine. But oh, yeah, I feel no. like he's doing it in the wrong way. Also, no, let's also say this. I mean, give, let me say this about Vic Mensa. He did. He is. Um, he's an activist as well. Okay. He has done several things for Chicago. He has um, the song "16 Shots." His last name was McDonald. Um, mm-hmm. He was. He was walking. He was walking with a knife, and the cop shot him 16 times in the back. And the cop recently just got, I think, 25 years in jail. And Rick Mansell made a whole song about the whole situation. And he led a march in Chicago about the situation. That's what's up. So, like, and he's recently, he's still doing these things in Chicago about police um, brutality and helping those kids. So, there's not, so I don't want to make it seem like Rick Mansell is not genuine about the causes he fight for. Because he does fight for good causes. Maybe, yeah, but in terms of domestic violence. This one, it's like a bandwagon yeah. jumper. Yeah. Like, oh, damn, everybody on this way. Let me just hop on it right yeah, now. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Like, come on. Come on. Mm-hmm. But speaking on the dead is a really tricky situation because also Quavo, he said some line. He's had a line of his new album, Quavo Honcho, which, what you think about that album? Terrible. You haven't heard that album yet? Haven't heard it. Don't. <laughs> <laughs> that album is arguably the worst album of 2018 so far. I know I have said plenty of times I don't want to judge an album a week after at least I give it a week before I actually say it. Yeah, it's been less than twenty four hours. It's been less than twenty four hours, man. I have I heard this song at eight o'clock in the morning. I mean the whole album at eight o'clock in the morning. That's why I woke up. The album's terrible. I didn't even finish it. So this is what Quavo just... said about Little Peep. So <laughs> whoever, whoever, whoever got it got it. The album's I terrible. got it. Well, if you want me to read it, oh. he said, "I'm an OG now, so you need me." Mm. OG. Oh, that's that was supposed to be OG. Uh, that's uh, the ad-lib. Okay. I'm an OG. Thank OG. You. Oh, okay. Okay. That was the ad-lib. Okay. And then he said, I'm an OG. Thank you, popping. Thank you, popping Xanax bars, but it's fentanyl. Xanax bars. <laughs> and then here go the ad-lib. Oh, no bars. It's fentanyl. Just fentanyl. <laughs> Thank you, living life like a rock star, like, like a rock star, but you're dead now. So. Mama told me no. <laughs> so everybody like a lot of people been tripping um, Fat Nick called Quavo out a couple other people called Quavo out about the situation but I ain't gonna lie Russ must, must be happy because today is 
Quavo, not Rush no more. Yes. <laughs> but my thing is, it's like the same thing, you know, Lil Peep, that's what he died for. But I personally know, I feel like this is a different situation. Yeah, like, it I feel is a like different it's, situation. it's not, it wasn't aimed at Lil Peep. I feel like it was a general statement. And, you know, people just taking it how they want to take now, it because they're sensitive and stuff about people speaking on the dead. Yeah, I know. But this one is, is different because as far as I'm concerned, Lil Peep hasn't been accused of anything terrible. He hasn't been said he's a bad person. He just died tragically. So even I, I, there's a reference. I think Little Peep had a song called Rockstar. Mm-hmm. And he died particularly from not overdosing on. Xanax, but he thought it was Xanax. It was actually fentanyl. No, I'm, I'm sorry, opioid. It was an op- opioid um, overdose. Sorry. So, yeah, it's just, um, it's a really tragic situation. And the fact that it's kind of comparable, like, you can see the similarities between Little Peep Def and Cravo Bars. You're like, hold up, bro. This must be a coincidence. Oh, I'm just tripping, tripping. But then again, it's like it's a lot of people and it's a lot of rappers that's been getting sick and overdosing. That is true. On this drug. That's why I was saying like maybe it's a yeah. statement or like a general statement because little people ain't the only one yeah. at he's not. all. And plus, so, it, if you continue that, that diverse you were saying, he's basically um, saying he's the OG and like he's trying to take a young boy under his arm. He literally said, "Take, let me take you under my wings and trying mm-hmm. to stay him away from that drug culture, right. from those drugs. So that that's just the first quarter of that verse. And the rest of the verse is him trying to be like the OG, which right. is basically like the big bro. Like, look, you bullshitting, put them damn Zanny bars down. You saw what happened to people like Lil Pump. You saw what happened to people like Mac Miller who died from a drug overdose as well. Right. Don't be doing that. So like there's an overall bigger message. The question can be said, though, could he said it better? He could have said it better. That was what I was going to say. Like, um, I feel like he could have said it better. But at the same time, he is a rapper and he has a personality. He has a style and he not. I don't picture him saying no soft shit anytime soon. So if that's the way that he expresses himself, that's his music. You know what I'm saying? And it's a little insensitive. I would say, but the world now is so damn sensitive. It's just like, it's just a bar. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's just a rap bar. And it's only certain ways that you can say it while you're trying to rap, which is one thing. It got a rhyme. So, <laughs> it got you know, that's just how he chose to say it. You wanna be out here rapping like 50 Tyson. <laughs> <laughs> you dumb. I forgot all about that. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> what? I'm 50 Tyson. Oh, God. <laughs> wow. Oh, that was a great time. High school was that so That was easy. a good time. High school life. was good. I mean, okay. I mean, I was getting bullied a lot that time, but still, oh. it, was, it was better than this, dog. Life was I'm an adult good now. I'm an adult. Tyson it sucks. What, 50 Tyson? You had, um, what else? Who else was out there? Sage the Gemini when he brought out um what was that? Red nose. Yeah, red, red nose. nose. Uh, you that had gas pedal. Gas pedal. What you had um YG with um tooted and booted. He sounds so different now compared yeah, to that song. But I fuck with YG. Crazy. I love. I think YG is one of the most underrated artists. He is. He's real talented and he can act. He like has what? three good albums. <laughs> he dropped three really good albums. The sensitivity level that we have now, it's. It's troubling, but, you know, I understand it because I would probably prefer people who are conscious of what they say and act because we see, I mean, history has shown us what happens when you do that. Yeah. People get hurt. 
physically, emotionally, tear family apart. People die. People go off the wrong path. So many things mm-hmm. happen. And so many groups of people, segment of people have been excluded from certain privileges, basic human rights. So like, yeah, you know, I get it. There's certain things I don't like. Overall, it is better now than it used to be. Back in the days, you can say something against the LBGTQ community and nothing happened to you. Oh, no. Nothing would happen to you. Now you just say anything. You canceled. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is like a better word. You are canceled. So, and that's improvement in my opinion. And then it's so it's random. It's kind of distasteful it's how you said it. It's random. Like, it's just yeah. random because it's like, I don't really see why Quavo would even want to come for Lil Peep specifically. It's just like, why? He died a while ago. This is Quavo's like, debut album by himself like I just I don't really see that being um, a thing they and they was in like totally two different lanes you know what I'm saying like yeah. music wise it's just weird and random yeah, I think I just the whole album was just a whole bunch of carbon yeah. bullshit that she wanna go straight yeah. to the it album it was trash <laughs> it was just too much it was <laughs> too much but yeah no, you don't listen to it no I, I do well, I listen to I it with you like a little bit I do people are but. being sensitive it is a bar I do agree that he is just trying to um, trying to push the narrative that he just, you know, he believes himself as an OG and he's trying to just help the other rappers out. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, now let's go away from the situation. Just talk about some very, very bad music. Um, I know last year we had, you know, a terrible lyrics segment. But, man, some of these bars right here, they are really bad. Let's hear it. <clears throat> whips on my back got me the whips in the back. What? What? <laughs> what? <clears throat> got that Draco. I swear I won't miss you. I'm in your ass like some toilet tissue. Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> Why did he say that? Okay. I got the bricks from Wakanda. <laughs> No, he did. Oh, no. Oh, yes, he did. <laughs> oh. No, he did not. Oh, yes, he did. He, this, this album is full of, like, terrible lines. Like, I can go on and on with this shit. Got no playing time. Kendrick, per- Kendrick Perkins. Rockin' Tim's like I'm in New Jersey. Doug versus Hawks. Took off the KD jersey. And he scored 30. What? His random. number is 35. I'm confused. Where do you get the 30 from? I don't know, man. I don't know. Okay, See, now he just disrespected KD. He that's just messed cool. I can turn the pot to an armed service. I declare war on your whole 30. Chopper hold a hundred. If I wasn't real, I'd be a hundred. This is the punchline. This will speak cold. Read that again. What? Chopper hold what? Chopper hold a hundred. If I wasn't real, I would be a hundred. That's not even the punchline. That's not even the punchline. This is the punchline. This is the punchline. Like, what? That doesn't make any sense. So that means everything authentic. Every car I get, Windows president did. This president ain't it, Chief. This ain't it. It's not it. It's just I not it. I talked to Chief yesterday. He said this is not it. This is, like, unbearable. Like, I was talking to um, you guys and a, and, a, and a friend earlier, and I'm like, this is... Quavo's version of Astroworld in the sense that it was 19 songs. Mm-hmm. A lot of features on it. 
Like there was a ton. Drake is on it. Little Baby on it. Kid Cudi, Gunna, Cardi, mm-hmm. Unco- um, Quavo, Girlfriend. Madonna, uh, Sweetie. Madonna's on this album too? Yeah. <sighs> now I can see why this album was trash. <laughs> um, what he says, we ain't gonna disrespect it. You, know. you ain't remember her MTV speech? I mean, besides, <laughs> besides that, Madonna that is, funny. Madonna that so is funny. a great artist. She is. I love the song Like a Virgin. I really do. Like a virgin. I don't care about her. I don't care about her. <laughs> what are you talking about, Aretha Franklin? You make it about yourself. I ain't trying to hear shit you say because she did the same thing with Michael Jackson. She's talented. But... I mean, yeah, she cool. There's a lot of features on this album. A lot of big name features. The, the production was supposed to carry this album, and it failed. If Astro World was supposed to be this big amusement park, Cravo Honcho was just. You ever been to a kids party, and like they only got one bounce house? Oh God, I ain't even had no bounce houses you in never my had a bounce I'm house? sorry, I ain't had none wow. of that. This is <laughs> Cravo trying to make an amusement park. He just made a. Bounce house, a bounce house birthday that party. That doesn't. That's not even inflated. Like this, <laughs> this, this shit has no bops on it, no good songs, no mm. substance. No, like this is a terrible album. That's that's crazy. He is. This album is uh, is really boring. There's, I'm not listening to this shit again. I, I heard like... 15 out of 19 songs. I, it's okay. Wait, let me start disrespecting this. Fourth one, I was done. Let me start oh. disrespecting this. This is great background music. Just having to run in the background, don't pay attention to shit, you gonna like it. Cause that's exactly what this song is. Something mm-hmm. that's just background music. It's I whole- feel like the Migos, they're they're the Migos for a reason, you know? They're like a group. They're, they're a group for that a reason. Well. And I feel like Together. they just need to stay a group, you know? Now, just keep it as like, it is. If it ain't been, broke, don't fix it. We've been people been asking for a Quavo album for years. Really? That's years. Crazy. Like, even before Culture 2 came out, people were saying Craig needs to drop a solo project. That's because he was doing all them features by himself, I feel like. And he was killing those features. He was. But a whole album? Come on When now. you were jumping from features to a whole album, that's a different story. You know what I'm saying? Come on now. Like, this man had Kit Cudi doing the hymns as one of the chords. Like, he, the, the hymns wasn't part of, part of the, um, the lyric. It was, it was part of the instrumental. Something that, that people have been asking for. You have Kit Cudi doing that, and you still can't make a good song. You have mm-hmm. Drake, who seems to kill everybody verses, but on their songs, but his own songs, gave you a great verse, and you still can't do shit with that. You out here have a song saying twelve, but you talking about double cup filling and, and your diamonds on your wrist? Mm. Like, come on now, dog. You out here talking about it trying to divide us? Diamonds? <laughs> what do your diamonds got to do with the... Come on, man. Like, like you are the definition of fake woke Twitter at this point. This album was fake woke Twitter. You think you got something you want to say and you really don't got shit you need to say. This is just stupid Twitter. This album was excruciating. This is worse than my journalism classes. Excruciating, wow. It was worse than ASAP Rocky's album, which I still think is strange. I mean, this is worse. This is the worst album of the year. <laughs> like, like, this album wasted good beats, good features. I'd rather listen to Six Nine than this shit. G shit. At some point, <laughs> you'd rather listen to Six Nine than most people. Right. She over here trying to act like she. I told you to bring this man up this episode. I really she did. She already brought him up before, and you ain't even catch you. I know. I just, I just realized <laughs> that. Like, you, I told you to bring this man. I can't stand this man for multiple <laughs> reasons. How you let a man rapping on the jail phone kill you on your own track? Mm. <laughs> I'm waiting for an answer. 
Yeah. Hey, he let this man come Don't forget rap. computers. They think that I'm Tom Cruise. Whatever, man. <laughs> so, like, come on now. Like, this album is really bad. And ATL took a massive L today. Because not only Quavo dropped an album, Usher oh, dropped an let's album. Talk about it. Now, before we talk about this, let me trash this album more. <laughs> oh. If you bought this album, Throw it straight in the dumpster. If you haven't heard this album, don't. If you have listened to this album, don't torture yourself mentally like that. Mental health is important. Please don't do that to yourself. This album is horrendous. Musically, lyrically, sonically, it sounds really good. Allegedly, as I've seen the credits, not allegedly, on the credits, Cravo produced a lot of these beats. He's a much better producer than rapper. Please stick to that. Please stick to those hooks and those ad libs because you are not the person who should ever, don't ever drop another album like this. Don't ever drop another solo album. Stay with the Migos, bro. Let yeah. your, who, what takeoff is the Quavo? His cousin? Yeah. Let or, your cousin drop a solo project. Something. Let Offset drop a solo project because I'd rather hear those two than the bullshit you just gave me right now <laughs> that you just gave me, that you just gave us. And you had us waiting for like, what, four years? I'm dead. God. Let's go on ATL just took an L today, dog. I I think that he is going through a midlife crisis. Well, he is. He's just focusing too much on trap when we just want the confessions usher back. Yes, like. We just want that R&B, you. You that pure R&B that he started out with. I feel like so you many. Uh, me so of many of um, that I so, once knew. <laughs> Go, yeah, that's me, yes, I'm gonna let you finish. What? That's my jail. But I feel like so many like middle aged um, artists like go into that trying to do something new, and it's like just stick to what you know. Stick to what we know. We just want to, you know, OG album. Mm. And oh. we'll be happy with that, you know what I'm saying? Like, so many uh, middle-aged artists or whatever, they be feeling like they got to get with get with the times and stuff. And that's not even that's not even it. Like, we like Usher for Usher, you know what I'm saying? Like, we yeah, like cool. Usher for the R&B Usher, for what he started out as. Yeah. And it's just like, don't don't switch up, because it's not going to work for you, because it never did, because that's not who you are. Usher Raymond, just please, please, just stop what you're doing. I don't know if it's because the herpes or whatever. Just stop what you're doing. <laughs> Just stop what you're doing. We want the R&B bag, the traditional R&B usher, the usher that I grew up listening to. So I wanted to play this song called Gift Shop. The album is called A, by the way. Ayo, this ain't it. So <laughs> the last, this is called Gift Shop. The whole album was produced by Zaytoven. So like... Which is cool. I mean, if you can't make an average album with Zaytoven doing all the beats, that lets you know this ain't it, dog. Like, this, this album's trash. Yeah. So this song is called Gift Shop. I want you guys to listen and notice how out of place I he sounds like. Like, mm -hmm. it doesn't even sound like he belongs on his beat. Don't even like, like he should be making music anymore. Now, this is the chorus. This is the immaculate chorus he came up with. This is not him. Is that? <laughs> I hear him start singing though. You want to hear? Oh, you, you want me to continue? Yeah. Oh, you want me to continue? Okay. Let me hear you singing, bro. <laughs> 
doing ab libs. Mm. I mean, like, this is not it. It's just not, it's just it. not it. That's well, all it you? is. Like, it's like, I can't even say much more than that. It's just not. He, it's not Usher. The it's, very first song has Future in it. Now, usually when Future's featured on your song, it's a top 40 hit. But what one thing I noticed about this song is that Usher doesn't even sound bad on this song. It's called Stay At Home. Again, Zaytoven, shout out to you, dog. You actually did, you actually did your thing on this. <laughs> you actually did your thing on this. Let me not disrespect your name. Got a little bounce to it. Oh. First of all, let me say this, though. The fact that he said, I don't do Fugazi, I, f- I never felt so uncomfortable hearing a man say that before. Yeah. It's just real average, and it sounds like somebody else could have easily sang this or did this or whatever. And there's a reason why I'm playing this, because, like, I'm playing this chorus. All right, now, I'm going to go when when Future does the chorus. I want mm-hmm. you to hear how natural it sounds. Right. Bopping to this shit right oh, now, like, and they singing the same sorry. shit. Sorry, like, okay, we gotta restart it now. Now, listen to how Future does the very same chorus, the very same chorus, and makes it sound so much better, so much better. Mm. <laughs> Like it sounds like I'm literally dancing to this. They saying the same thing, like, uh, <laughs> like, cause that's future. That that that's what future do. That sound like a future. And let me say this: Usher did not sound bad on on, on his part at all. He sounded good, but when future came on, I don't even want to hear Usher no more. This future song now. Plus, it's future and Zaytoven. Like, what? <laughs> they go together. <laughs> like. And the, the, the very first song basically encompasses what this whole album is. This not for you, dog. You 39 years old. You 39, dog. Why are you making trap R&B albums? It's just not. That's not. Like, we want the. We, I want to hear confession. I want to hear my boo usher. Oh. I ain't going to lie. I just thought you should start randomly moaning and shit. <laughs> Oh my god! I can't not what? with y'all. Like what? <laughs> it was because she was just a little off key. That's I know. That's what I'm like. Whoa! Like, that's oh, a, you done? I want wow. that. I want that usher. I, I just saw the C. It says Elmay's album as Quavo's album, Mega as Usher's album as Shy Glizzy's album as and Kodak's new Who single. Still listen it's, to Shy Glizzy. Hey, yo, 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 don't be dissing Young Heffy like that. Don't listen to Don't be dissing to Young Heffy like that. It's a Kodak like new single, semi-ass. I haven't heard a Kodak new single, though. Oh, Kodak new single is not, is, is semi-ass. Mm. It, it, Offset actually made it really good. He really did. Offset can spit. Offset don't say nothing important, but he, when he raps, he sounds <laughs> so good. But I've never, like, he doesn't, he, he forces rhymes sometimes, but it doesn't even matter because the way he flows on the beat and his cadence is yeah. just, like, so fire. Yeah. But this shit right here, back to Usher, though, man, I, you might be right. He going through a midlife crisis. I think so. Which I think. Well, as soon as I saw the video, that's the first thing that popped in my head because he's literally dressed like he, like, 16 in the video. Like, he don't even dress like that. What's up with old? Just act, still want to be young again. I don't get Midlife this shit. Crisis. Right, damn. Don't you, like my, I feel like he's just trying to get with the times. But what it's does like, looking good got to do with him want to be old, bro? Like you can be, you he can, can look good. He and can be a dilf. 
Yeah. I mean, he is, but sometimes they look like they got the swag. Maybe Usher be like, damn, I ain't got the swag no more. Obviously, that's what he is doing, but it ain't even like that. <laughs> Usher Raymond, we still love you, but please. Right, I love honey, you, Usher, but. Honey, don't do this ever again. Get I ain't going to tell, tell no artist I love them. That's wild, wild. <laughs> I love some some artists, I, but it's like I feel like when when we say we love them, it's like a different love. Like I love your music. <laughs> like type I love of your love. music. Like nah, there's some people. I love who, your personality. You know what I'm saying? I don't know. Look, man, I just know this, dog. <laughs> Are you gonna give me more bullshit like this? Please don't drop another album. I can honestly say that. Like I, I agree with this tweet. Like a lot of music lately has been ass. It's no today. This Friday, in terms of music, has been terrible. Yeah, but thankfully. Ty Dolla Sun is going to come in and save the day next week. My tie. My tie. Yeah, I'm okay. excited. Yeah, I can't speak to you. I'm really excited to hear you. Again, as always, thank you so much for listening to the Culture Report. As I said earlier, my host, Oriel Nix, my guest, Sage, the Gemini. I'm going to say that. <laughs> Sage Sanders. <laughs> Sage Sanders. Oh, God. <laughs> hey, y'all. Y'all can catch me on 101.1 The Beat. Hot tracks and throwbacks at 11 a.m. on Mondays. Listen to me. I'm DJ Sage over there, so... Tune in, tune in. Thank you. (laughs) Bell Junet, and if you don't know what that means in Creole, that means have a nice day. I truly hope you do.